Good morning and welcome. Happy Tuesday, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and we are having some technical difficulties uh, with, well, you know, technology. It always works great until it doesn't work, right? Just ask uh, everybody in Texas, uh, the power still out there. Uh, try to stay warm. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Bill Gates, right? Uh, what does he have to say about uh, the next 30 years for America? And, well, I don't know what else to say about it. I, I just remember uh, back when the ozone was going to kill us all, and uh, it was all the big hair days that, that was doing it, right? Remember, all like Aquanet and all those other hairsprays, that was the reason for that. Uh, we'll, we'll try to get to that today. We got crazy things happening in the gold and silver markets, in the stock market, in the bond market. Uh, just a huge blowout in bonds, by the way. Uh, the 10-year note now to 1.28 and rising. And I don't actually see any support to 1415. Uh, we'll see if that will hold. And remember, when bond yields rise, right? that means they start losing money. Uh, and that's one of the things that uh, we'll talk about again today. Uh, but it is Tuesday, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. Got, I got a big bowling match today. I was actually, uh, Cheeto Ed was in the office yesterday uh, picking up some products. In, and uh, he he's like in the bowling hall of fame. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah, we've got... Uh, a lot of uh, bold. Well, I don't know about all. We got at least one guy that's bold. He's actually bold the three hundred. I've never bowled a two hundred, uh, but we're pretty excited. This is another important match for us, as uh, we are not the worst team in the league. And if we can win today, yeah, we'll be officially in the middle of the pack. And I mean, how you doing about that? We're pretty excited. I took my CBD uh, today. Make sure uh, you get your CBD products. Listen. I'm just telling you, it'll help you, right? If you've got, you know, the, you're a little older, you got the aches and the pains. It's, it's not going to fix a knee that needs to be replaced or a hip that needs to be replaced, uh, but it definitely will. You know what I got? I got a bunch, and I say a bunch. I got two. Uh, <laughs> I got two different emails from customers that take it at night because it helps them sleep. You know. Uh, all these different things that uh, CBD can do for you. Uh, 1360 KHNC, go to the shopping cart section uh, for that. Uh, and I believe, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, we'll be adding hopefully three new products next week. Uh, and also, uh, you can now pick up CBD products at both of the offices, both of the Patriot offices. You can now get it. Because I know some of you guys, all right, you don't. You don't do the online thing, right? You don't want, and I don't blame you, right? Don't put your credit card out there and get it stolen and all that stuff. You can now uh, get your CBD products at, at both the Phoenix and the Colorado office for your convenience. Obviously, uh, the shopping cart, though, works really well uh, to do that. And, of course, it helps the radio station, which ultimately is the, the most important thing out there. Uh, we, we had just crazy, crazy markets this morning. Uh, gold at one point was down like $35. Uh, it's down uh, nine right now at 1810. Silver 
Oh, man, let me tell you, silver is back in the crosshairs with the Wall Street bets people. Uh, my son was talking to me today about it. Uh, it's got its own little feed now. And they're saying, they're telling everybody the same thing I'm telling you. Buy the physical metal. Buy the physical metal. Uh, don't don't get involved with the paper stuff. But at one point this morning, silver hit over $28. It's been as low as $26.87. Uh, right now, silver is at $27.57. Uh, so just the wild ride uh, in the gold and silver markets, a lot of it having to do with some very confusing data about inflation. The 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 Empire Manufacturing Index, which, let's face it, we don't really manufacture anything, but it was better than expected. It hit 12. And just so you know, this is one of these indexes. They're so hard to keep track of. This is one where zero truly means zero. Right, so so anything above zero is growth. Anything below zero is is, is shrinkage. It was a twelve, which isn't historic. That's not that high, but it was in the details. How did we get to twelve? Normally, you want to get to twelve because we got more orders. Right, we we love that. We want to get to twelve because we're shipping more products. Right, so that's another. Good indication. We want we want to get to twelve uh, because uh, we're, we're we're keeping our inventory stable, or maybe the inventories are even going down. That'd be even better. But that's not how we got there. Uh, and we did get. I think new orders did go up to ten, but everything else went bad. They were shipping less products. The inventory was up, and then the biggest thing in there was. Prices paid. Prices paid jumped almost 13 points, which is a big move to uh, to 60, uh, which is all the inflation news. So all these computers that do all these trades, right? They they saw the headline number and then they tried to you know get all all this stuff miscombobulated as to oh look at all the it's the best growth since COVID started. Not really. Uh, the 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 problem is inflation's coming. Get ready, buckle up your seatbelt. Uh, we had the St. Louis Federal Reserve President James Bullard out talking today, saying, "Here's the great news. Ready for this? He doesn't see any asset bubbles. He looked, he did, he didn't see it though. So everything's a okay. And by the way, the Fed's not going to raise rates for a long, 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 long time." Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour on this Tuesday. I don't know if you've been following uh, Bill Gates. You know, and I know that uh, highly skeptical of Bill Gates and his vaccines and all this stuff. Right? Stick to stick to your tech stuff. Right? And if you want to give away billions of dollars, that's great. Uh, but now uh, he was he was on uh, of course CNN and Anderson Cooper and I think he's got a book coming out uh, and he's talking about uh, where the world next needs to go in the next thirty years talking about climate change so get ready uh, Bill Gross or Bill Gross Bill Gates Bill Gates two different people uh, Bill Gates 
is now uh, going to get ready to get behind uh, the Green New Deal. All of you out there uh, that are in oil and natural gas and all that, get ready to have your jobs uh, eliminated. Not, you know, not tomorrow. I mean, well, you know, look at Keystone Pipeline. Maybe, maybe tomorrow. But he says that he's agreeing with the overwhelming majority of scientists who warn on the looming climate crisis disaster. Now it's a disaster. Okay. And that's just, and again, remember I started the show, remember uh, the ozone layer was the thing. Remember, uh, and I don't know, I, I think I was at the very tail end in elementary school. Did you guys have the nuclear bomb drill? Where you got under your desk, uh, they my school did that. I, I they, they somewhere during my elementary school days, they they got rid of that. But yeah, yeah, there's going to be a nuclear bomb. Hide under your desk, like that's going to save you. Uh, then of course the ozone layer was going to kill us. Right? Remember, we were all going to uh, fry up in the sun, and no amount of sunscreen was going to save us. And now we've got the the new climate change disaster. And I always liken it to this. Maybe. Maybe not as much here in Arizona, but growing up in upstate New York, you know, and I think a lot of places, you don't like the weather, wait five minutes, right? Don't like the weather, wait five minutes. It'll change. Uh, the earth has been heating up and cooling down uh, for millions of years. Uh, I hate to let everyone know that. I know a big secret, uh, but yes, it's the cow's fault. Uh, the good news is Gates believes it's possible to prevent a catastrophic rise in temperatures. The bad news, he says, it must happen in the next 30 years. And here's what he's saying. You know, we already lead the world, by the way, in reduction of greenhouse gases. We do. It's happening already. But Bill Gates now says it has to go to zero. Uh, he was doing an interview uh, with Anderson Cooper uh, where he was talking about the need to go to zero. And Cooper says, hey, that doesn't even sound feasible. And he goes, matter of fact, it sounds impossible. And Gates went on to say, we've got more educated people, blah, blah, blah. You're talking about changing everything in the economy, Cooper said. And I mean everything. And Bill Gates said, yep. That's what I'm talking about. The actual physical thing of everything that we're doing. The cement will be made in a different way, Gates said. The steel in the buildings will be different. You know, the meats in the burgers, that will be different. Of course, and of course he's talking about uh, one of our favorite things, right? The, the fake meat. Uh, Bill Gates says, yep, that's what we need to do. No more. Uh, I don't know. I guess, are we going to kill all the cows? I'm not sure. Uh, uh, you know, all the things, plastics, paper, uh, even potatoes. Everything is going to need to change, according to Bill Gates. He says that we can no longer have tractors in the field. He says... Uh, I'm not just talking about fertilizer. That needs to go away. Can't have that, right? The irrigation system that's used, that's no good either. Yeah, that's got to go away. 
all the tractors, all the transports, the trucks that bring them to the restaurants, all of it's got to change. When you're going to zero, you don't you don't get to skip anything, Gates said. Zero means eliminating all greenhouse gas emissions or else. That's it. We're going to be dead. If you wait 100 years to do this, Cooper asked, that's way too late. The natural ecosystem will have failed, blah, blah, blah. So there you have it. Get ready. I'm just telling you that this is real. Whether you whether you think it's real or not, whether I think it's real or not, does not matter. This is going to happen, right? And and look at Texas today. Obviously, uh, incredibly cold, right? There hasn't been this cold in Texas in like eighty years. The wind turbines. They all froze. Yep. Right. And I, you know, and again, I'm not saying that there isn't a place for green energy. There absolutely is. I think it's wonderful if we can do it effectively. Right. And, and again, technology will get better over time. Uh, and, and, but uh, the solar panels, they all froze over. They all got covered in snow. They weren't making the power. The, the governor of Texas got permission from the federal government this morning to forget about all pollution rules and make as much power as possible. So, again, Texas has the ability, uh, and I think a lot of states do, to make more power. But they don't. And obviously, there's no reason to if you don't need to to make the power. But there, you know, the coal and natural gas plants, a lot of them can keep making power, uh, but they have pollution limits. So I'm sure uh, Bill Gates isn't going to be happy about that, right? Let everybody freeze to death. It, and it's just very interesting. And a lot of places, especially in the South and take Arizona as well, we have uh, summer power and winter power, right? In, in the summertime, we need more power here because everyone's got their ACs running, blah, blah, blah. So you shut some things down in the winter because you need a lot less power. Uh, same thing in Texas. Uh, and now no one has any power. But again, just think about this this world where, you know, Bill Gates wants to plug everything in. And when there's no power, nothing works, right? And, and I don't know. Very, very interesting. But, but I guess the, the biggest reason why I bring it up is because of what it's going to mean financially for all of us. That's what we focus in on here. Listen, we're going to have a lot higher prices for energy, a lot higher. And I'm not just talking about uh, filling up for gas. You know, crude oil today, $60, $60 a barrel, right? And again, uh, the largest refineries in, in the country, the largest one uh, is in Port Arthur, Texas. It's, it's shut today. Matter of fact, a lot of the refineries in Texas are shut today. The world's largest gold wholesaler happens to be their headquarters. Now, they've got nine offices throughout the world, but their headquarters is in Dallas. They're not there. Uh, but but the, the energy needs, they were talking about 
power, normal power demand, uh, and I, and I want to get this right, we're $25 for like a kilowatt hours uh, for a power plant to buy, you know, uh, power on the open market. So when you're, when you're heating your home or you got the, uh, the refrigerator on and the blow dryer, you're charging up your phone, you plugged in your Tesla, that's about the going rate. It hit 9,000 overnight last night. Uh, and again, I don't know what would that do to a power bill? I mean, I'm just, and I, I don't know if they pass it all along or not, but that's 360 times. Could you imagine your power bill and then multiplying it by 360? I mean, oh man, I don't know. It it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me at all uh, what's happening here, but Bill Gates now is is 100% behind it. And I guess, you know, I look at it as, okay, whatever this guy's kind of talking about, Sure seems like it's happening, right? He's been a big guy behind uh, closing down the economy and been a big vaccination guy. And it looks like we're going to have vaccinations forever. And and now he's the green energy guy. And it's just going to, things are going to get a lot, lot more expensive. Uh, and I don't know how we replace these jobs. That's the biggest thing. We'll have to wait and see. It, it just seems like, uh, all the things that they talk about, we just need fewer and fewer people working. Have you noticed what they're slowly talking about in unemployment here? I don't know if you've seen it, but they're starting to talk about, hey, a lot of these 20 million jobs that we've lost, a big percentage of them are never coming back. And what they're saying is, hey, We've used the technology to replace it. That we don't. That job is permanently eliminated. Uh, I know. Uh, look at the the uh, grocery stores now. Uh, who was it? I want to say Kroger now is getting ready to uh, go to completely wireless checkouts. Right? Hey, you don't need to check anything out anymore. The they'll just scan your cart as you're walking around the store. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, a lot of these jobs are going away. Uh, the way Bill Bill Gates is talking, right? Hey, there needs to be a lot less people. Just, that's just what it seems like to me. But what do I know? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It'll scare the crap out of you. I know it scared me. Uh, when we get back, something that they didn't—I didn't see this anywhere on the news. But apparently, Janet Yellen and Jay Powell have a little bit of a problem. And they're talking about how much bigger things that, that uh, with all of these programs that they released uh, from uh, the COVID shutdowns, that I don't think any of us really understood that well, uh, having to do with how the Treasury was giving money to the Federal Reserve, right? And I talked about how somehow the Fed, the Treasury would was able would be able to take, let, let's just say, five hundred billion dollars. Somehow give it to the Fed, and 
the Fed could somehow buy, you know, like $5 trillion worth of stuff. Uh, very interesting. I'll share it with you when we get back. But they have a very, very interesting take on what's going to happen. And they're talking about uh, the bond market, the Fed's balance sheet, uh, and, and then maybe having to do with the Federal Reserve President, James Bullard, who was out on TV today telling everybody how there's no bubbles anywhere. I wonder what's really going to happen. It, 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 if I could explain it right. It's really fascinating. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. So let's talk about, forget about the market today, right? Now, by the way, the Dow's not gone negative, uh, which I'm not surprised. The the bond yields rising. This is a big problem. A big problem. And not for just uh, the, the bond market taking losses. You know, think about the Fed's balance sheet in the trillions of dollars it has. And they've been buying all these short-term bonds. They're all losers now. I mean, obviously, they don't have to, they don't have to realize the losses until they need to roll over, but that's what happens. And we're seeing uh, a big breakout here as inflation is starting to rise. You know, people are starting... To pay attention. Think about lumber, all time high. Copper at, at a, a ten year high. Food prices soaring. Go to the gas pumps, right? Uh, energy now soaring again, thanks to you know. Well, really, just thanks to Joe Biden. Thanks to you know, thank Bill Gates for all that. Well, let's talk about what James Bullard. He's the head of the St. Louis Fed, which for a long time I always thought did the best research. Not so sure anymore, but neither here nor there. He was out on TV because you got to, you know, they, this is what they do now, right? They want to control the message that everything's normal and everything's okay. Really? We've got a deficit here in the next couple of weeks when they pass stimulus that'll exceed. $30 trillion. You've got a balance sheet that no one really knows how big it is. Right? We don't know how much money are you giving to the banks every day. We don't know. They won't tell us. They're buying $120 billion of bonds a month that they tell us about. And he came out on TV this morning and said that uh, the Fed officials have faced repeated questions about whether low rates and trillions in bond buying have helped create dangerously high valuations. And let's just call it bubbles. Now, we know that every single metrics, every one, says that the stock market is, you know, back and you, you look at these peaks. Right, you go to the dot com bubble, uh, you go to the Great Depression, you go to the financial crisis right before then, right? These are they're higher than all of those. So logically, you would say, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's what's happened. That's not what James Bullard said today. Matter of fact, he said there's not clear signs of excess 
though he conceded that stocks are highly valued on the whole. See, they're not clear signs. What clear signs do you need? Right? I mean, do, do we need to send up the smoke signals? I mean, what do we need to do? I mean, we you guys have created all these metrics of how you value things. I'm not really sure you want to call it a bubble. He says the biggest thing in equities is really these tech firms, right? And really, what, he's, what is he talking about? Well, it's the FANG stocks, folks, right? And how high are you going to value these guys, he said? They've got great technology, great revenue, business models, uh, where the sky is the limit. So investors want to value those as really driving a big chunk of the market. So here's really what he just said to you without saying it. Hey, most of Wall Street's crap. Because he did admit, hey, the valuations are really high. And then he he he, he, he says that I don't want to call, and I'm going to tell you what he's talking about, the fang stocks a bubble. But I guess everything else may be. And that's just normal investing, he said. Well, see, now let me ask you something. If interest rates were at 5%, 6%, 7%, would they be this high? Of course not. Of course they wouldn't be. If the Fed wasn't buying $120 billion a month of debt, would they be this high? Of course they wouldn't be. So they, you know, they, they just speak out of both sides of their ass, and everybody on CNBC is like, oh, yeah, okay, great idea. They started talking about the Fed's buying of $120 billion a month. And he said that growth seemingly back on solid footing, okay? Now, of course, if you go 4 or $5 trillion in debt to get the growth, is it really growth? But again, remember, they don't care about the kids and the grandkids anymore. Uh, that's over with. Concerns about rising inflation, and he said that the Fed is monitoring very closely. In case you guys were worried, they've been watching it very closely. And of course, remember, they've already gone on record to tell you, hey, listen, that I know we said 2%, but you know, that was, you know, way back in 2008. You know, that's that's a long time ago. Now, now we want it to be higher than that. And that we don't want to see, we're monitoring closely so it doesn't get out of control. Okay, so keep that in mind. Let's be clear, he said. Wall Street thinks the U.S. economy might grow faster than China this year. <laughs> what? I, hey, listen. I didn't say it. That's your, This is the, uh, the head of the St. Louis Federal Reserve. Are you kidding me? Now, listen. We may spend it. Right? And, and mail everybody free checks, but give me a break. But this is where they're at. He says, roaring with a roaring U.S. economy fueled by fiscal stimulus and monetary policy. See, that's how we did it. What I didn't see is hard work, right? I didn't see American ingenuity. I didn't see research and development, right? I, I didn't see any of that. What I see is uh, fiscal stimulus. Okay, let's, let's call that what that is, uh, a whole lot of debt. Uh, and then monetary policy. Let's call that what it is. 
creating money out of thin air. See, by doing those two things, that's great. Like I said, if this is the case, if this was really true that we could do this, why not just keep printing money, give everyone $100,000? Hey, I bet our economy could outgrow China then. Absolutely the dumbest thing I've ever heard. We're all dumber now for listening to these people, but this is what you get. This is why everybody's in the gold market. This is why everybody's in the silver market. Listen, the Wall Street bets guys, these guys aren't rocket scientists, but they know that they're not dumb enough to believe that crap. But they asked them about getting or tapering the bond buying program. He said, no, they're not going to do it. But then he lied as to why. I'm going to tell you that's next. 800-951-0592. We're listening and hearing from James Bullard, the St. Louis Federal Reserve President, talking about apparently our economy is going to kick the crap out of China this year. Uh, Maybe. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean. I guess if we spend enough, and and I did like, I will give him credit, he did clarify. A roaring U.S. economy fueled by debt and horrible monetary policy, right? That's what gets us there. Asked if he thinks the Fed should start tapering. Of course, remember the last time the Fed tried to taper? Yeah, that was a, that didn't end very well, did it? Uh, we 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 got to about three point eight trillion. You know, right now we're supposed the Fed's balance sheet is supposed to be under three trillion. It's like eight, you know, close. You know, it's, it's, we're we're only off by fifty plus percent. He said, "Nah, no, nah, not really. I think we're in good shape for today. It's fine. You know, the hundred and twenty billion. Why don't we just wait and see?" If the scenario I just played out actually happens, I guess talking about this this huge growth uh, by deficit spending. Here's what's funny: is Janet Yellen, who's now the head of the Treasury. I know it's hard to keep up. You remember, she used to be head of the central bank. May start posing a bit of a headache for the Federal Reserve and its balance sheet. Already low short-term interest rates might start shrinking. Now, right now, right, we just told you, we got a blowout in the bond market. And uh, I think it's warranted. But it may not be what we think. Are we being set up here? Are we being set up to where, oh, my gosh, rates are rising too high and the Fed's going to have to jump into action? See, what's happened is the Treasury is like the United States checkbook, okay? Normally, they keep between, I don't know, two to $300 billion to write checks. I mean, you don't think about it. The government writes a lot of checks every month. You know, Social Security checks, right? They got payroll checks, got to pay the military, uh, pensions. There's a lot of checks. Right now, the Treasury's balance sheet is over a trillion dollars. And they're saying that Janet Yellen is making plans to reduce the stockpile of cash it amassed at the Federal Reserve over the last year 
uh, during the uh, height of the pandemic, right? This is where I told you, right? The, the, the Treasury was allowing the Fed to borrow money and somehow turning $500 billion into $5 trillion. The move, which aims to return cash positions at the central bank to a more normal level. And it will flood the financial system with liquidity and complicate Powell's effort to keep a tight grip over market rates. They're saying all the cash from the Treasury's general account will have to go back from the Fed and into the market. It will drive short terms lower as far as they can go. So right now, what do we have? We got the big spike in rates. Very interesting that all of a sudden, oh, well, well, here's a solution. And we can flood the market again, and we'll push the rates back down. And here's the thing. The problem was if the rates were really low and they did this, they'd probably go negative. And, of course, that would be horrible for the banking system. They're saying that this move will create a tsunami of reserves in the financial system and to the Fed's balance sheet. They're saying that the, the Federal Reserve would have to add another $2 trillion to their balance sheets in order to accommodate this. Uh, they're saying that reserves uh, $5 trillion, uh, at the end of June. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what that means, right? Is, are there, is it going to be $2 trillion, $3 trillion, $5 trillion? I'm not really sure. But the Treasury uh, is saying that this will also force the dollar lower, right? And right now we know the old adage and how it used to work, right? right? Going back to what they, all the lies they used to tell us. Strong dollar meant high rates, right? Weak dollar meant low rates. Right now, we've got rates rising and the dollar doing nothing. And the reason is because rates aren't rising because the economy is strong. Rates are rising because the debts are so big. I mean, that's just, I just think that's just simple to see. Uh, But it's very interesting that we're seeing this and they're saying that right now, uh, the Fed's balance sheet, $1.6 trillion. Wow. Wow, that's huge. Uh, that would need to, to reverse itself. The Treasury has been delaying the day of reckoning for a while. But it's very, very interesting that a potential way of driving rates back down and having it appear to be, oh, see, we're just, we're just normalizing things. Uh, so get ready. I think we're going to see another big jump in the Federal Reserve's balance sheet. Uh, they're going to say, well, it's just the Treasury going back to normal, uh, all in an effort, again, to try to keep the illusion going. Listen, you can hold these rates down, but only for so long. But what they're talking about really means this will be the next leg down for the dollar. And I, and I said, get ready for a dollar to be you know, in the low 80s uh, before the end of 2021. And I think this would do it. You know, the dollar has been stuck here at 90. Uh, can't seem to rally. Think about the bond market, almost 1.3 on the 10-year note today. 
uh, and no rally in the dollar whatsoever. Uh, this is going to be very interesting. I think this will be the next, uh, I guess, the next leg in this market if it comes to fruition. But I just thought that was interesting that all of this came out all around the same time. 800-951-0592. Uh, the Dow has erased its gains for the day. It's gone negative. Uh, gold and silver been on a while. I back down again now. So gold's down 20. Uh, silver's flat for the day. Well, it actually, I say silver's down. Uh, flat from where it was Friday. How's that? Uh, 2730, uh, in change in silver today, uh, erasing yesterday's gains. Of course, uh, the New York market was closed for the President's Day holiday. Uh, back open again today. The news of the day happens to be in the bond market. Uh, and it's just very interesting that we get this big spike in, in the bond market. And then we find out, and again, we didn't see it on the news anywhere, that the Treasury may unleash another massive round of liquidity uh, driving up the Fed, Federal Reserve's balance sheet uh, somewhere around or anticipated somewhere. If they're saying $2 trillion, right, probably 3 or $4 trillion. But I just find it interesting that we have the St. Louis Federal Reserve president on TV, and he's allowing them to talk taper. Right. He just, well, you know, of course, now he didn't he, he, he did the well, we're not going to do that right now. Let's wait. and See if we actually get this great, huge. I don't know what kind of GDP they're talking about. Again, if they spend enough money, listen, if we if we go five or six trillion dollars into debt, I think I think we could. Right. We could have three or I mean, to get to five. Uh, I don't think that's enough. Right, I mean, to get to five percent GDP growth, I mean, we'd have to probably spend eight tri- going to that eight trillion. That, that'd be my—that's just my guess. Because uh, you know, think about how much debt we went into last year. Right, we actually had negative growth, uh, but nonetheless, it just seems interesting that they wanted yields to rise. So the Treasury can liquidate this, you know, like I said, their $1.6 trillion thing, which they you know, were giving to the Fed, to drive rates back down and have the Fed's balance sheet increase significantly. And I guess it makes sense because if, if rates were already low and they did this, then you'd be in danger of having negative rates. Right, and of course, uh, my main man Jeffrey Gunlot. You already warned everybody: the United States cannot go to negative rates. It'll destroy uh, the entire banking system and, and really destroy the dollar uh, in its place. So, very interesting. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, I know that uh, it's it's a complicated thing. I don't know how you know because I'm always like, Gosh, if you make more, shouldn't rates go up? Right? How are they going down? And, and who knows? It, it, I guess the whole point of the story is the central bank, uh, while they want everyone to believe they're going to taper at some point, I think the actual reality is quite the opposite. Get ready to, for the Fed's balance sheet to rise even further. And somehow that's going to make rates go lower. Thanks for the radio news hour. We'll see what happens tomorrow. 
And uh, maybe we'll come up with some really hot items for you tomorrow. Paper Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. And we'll be back tomorrow.